This is episode number 11 of season number two of the Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs podcast. Now we're going to learn what the Benham brothers could teach future Christian millionaires. Giddy out. This podcast is for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs podcast, where we look at the habits and strategies of world-changing entrepreneurs to achieve real results. Today is about the power of you. Are you ready to go to the next level? Well, you're at the right spot. Finding solutions to become the greatest. And now, here's your host, Mike Holmes. So we're back on the Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs podcast. I don't know if you heard that that sigh. That was that was not me sighing like I didn't want to be here. That's just, you know, we're back. I'm happy. I'm grateful. Love you guys. You're amazing. Like the stats are really coming in. Seem like this is really growing. And, you know, I like teaching stories. So we're back. We're back. We're here. We're alive. We're healthy. And I hope you're healthy. And today I wanted to talk about what we could learn from David and Jason Benham. So, in case you don't know, David and Jason Benham, they're twin brothers, they're entrepreneurs, they're former pro baseball players, and they're quite controversial. They're controversial because they are they have a very vocal stance on homosexuality, abortion, and the distortion of culture at large. In fact, one of them was recently... Um, arrested because they were protesting outside of an abortion clinic. I think it's amazing. I think it's awesome that uh, it's pretty admirable that they're willing to put their values, what their beliefs and be so open about it in this distorted culture. But what's equally admirable is the business empire that they've built over the last decade or so. I mean, from real estate to financial services to information technology, their influence is expanding. So today I wanted to talk about what we could learn, what future Christian millionaires could learn from David and Jason Benham. So the first thing is go the extra mile in everything you do. When these two young, when these men were younger, their dad took them to a Denny's. They weren't there to eat, but to watch. Then it happened. A busboy in his 50s came to a dirty, vacant table. He slowed down, looked at the table, looked at his watch, and then showed the two young boys why they were there. So for the next couple of seconds, it was a whirlwind. Dishes and utensils went flying into buckets. All trash was removed. Every inch of the table and chairs were cleaned, and everything was put in its proper place. When he finished, he looked at his watch with a smile and strolled away. According to them, quote, now we understood why so many people stood outside the windows. They were there waiting to see the busboy. When he finished the table, those watching him erupted in applause. Dad looked over at us and said, every job is sacred. 
Every job is worthy of your best effort. No matter what the job is, you make it the best you can and turn it into something people are cheering about because your effort inspires them. End quote. So since that time, they've actually used the Prince of Mile ex- exhaustively. When they were in Little League, they would clean out the dugout after every game. They wanted to be faithful in the little things so they could be an effective witness for Christ. When they were in the pros, Jason wanted to clean the dugout, but they had a professional cleaning crew doing that. So he decided to help the clubhouse manager. In every town he was in, he would help with the laundry, iron uniforms, vacuum, and clean the shoes. As a professional baseball player. So one day when his family came to visit him, they even helped. Now that principal of the extra mile helped them when they were getting their real estate business off the ground. So they weren't working, but they were doing like, they found some like little jobs. So the first little job that they had, they met the owner of a printing company that needed large pallets of paper stacked manually. He estimated the job would take an entire day. The owner spoke to them, then left. They looked over the job and realized they could do it in four hours instead of eight. After they were finished, they noticed the back of the warehouse was a mess. They decided to clean it. So in eight hours, they stacked the pallets of paper and cleaned the warehouse. The owner came back in and was amazed. He offered them full-time work, but they turned it down. So another example, this was after they were praying for a niche, trying to find a way to get into the business, as it were. And one day a banker called and asked them if they did foreclose homes. Desperate to get their business off the ground, they said yes. Their responsibility was to secure the home, clean it up, manage it, and sell it. The banker faxed over their requirements, expecting them to have it finished in three days. They did it in two hours. Two hours. So let's talk about this concept of the extra mile because the extra mile principle was actually originated with Jesus. Jesus said in Matthew 5 verse 41, whoever compels you to go one mile, go with him too. So Jesus related the principle to an impressive practice in his day. The practice originated with the Persian government under the rule of King Cyrus. Under this custom, the king's messengers had power to take horses, camels, and men into service against their will. In fact, couriers and messengers were staged in specific locations by the king. If a man were to pass this post, an official could rush out and compel him into service. The custom was then adopted by the Roman government. Simon of Cyrene was compelled into helping Jesus with his cross when the weight became too heavy. Jesus is basically saying rather than quarrel and complain and gripe and fuss and why is this happening to me? He advised otherwise. He said, comply and exceed expectations in a spirit of love and service. Beyond Christian duty, the principle of going the extra mile is a powerful promotional tool. The spotlight of comparison always shines favorably on the person using this principle. They become indispensable. Why? (laughs) Because in contrast, most people don't even go the first mile. They don't. And if they go the first mile, they do it with such a bad attitude, it were better than they're not gone at all. So I want to ask you this. Are you not where you want to be in life? Are you not seeing the success you want? That's actually pretty good because you can learn to go the extra mile in everything you do right now. But if you enjoyed this, 
I just want you to, again, like, subscribe to Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs podcast. Go over to Tithe Hacker. Grab a copy of the book, Success Habits of Christian Millionaires and Billionaires. You will love it. You can get the first chapter on me. Just go to tithehacker.org. Go to free chapter. Pick it up on me. You'll enjoy it. Other than that, have a blessed one.